Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Trust in Massage. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you? I'm the producer, Matt Duncan. And Fred, how you doing? I'm doing good, you know, grind, grinding it out. Grinding it working. out. Almost yeah. there, almost there with the uh, family feud. Almost there, yeah. Uh, got um, seven episodes left, baby. Um, nine, sorry, episodes left. So 102 in total. Wow. We're getting it done. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. so wild to think of all the families. 102 episodes, so that's like... Like times 10, so like a thousand people that were on that show in that time, something like that. It's yeah, I mean, I don't even know the math, the math is funky because like the families can win, so they can go on for oh, right, but um, yeah, yeah. If uh, if you're just tuning into this pod for the first time, uh, me and Maddie D, you know, we're both comedians, actors, uh, we do a lot of commercials and stuff, we're also hardcore Raptors fans. This is a Raptors podcast, it's an NBA podcast. We, um, yeah, we're hardcore. So, you know, we're, we're, we have analysts on, but, uh, usually it's entertainers. We kind of mix and match a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if people want to follow us, support us, help us out, make us like, you know, Dak Shepard level podcasters. How can they do that, Maddie? Dunkspodcast.com. That is our own personal little skateboard deck you can go to and click the stickers, mm-hmm. uh, for our links to our, podcast network which is the sonar network you can also just go to the sonarnetwork.com if you want to listen to us there or listen to the other podcasts on the network but you can also go you know we've got the podcatchers there we've got our patreon if you want to click on that as well as you know contact us for a toque you know we might you know eventually get some other merch too if you're if you're becoming anti-toque now that we're into the roaring 20s uh, you know, that might be the vibe, you know, styles change, you know, people are maybe just, uh, putting in like a latex kind of thing on their head. Now, I don't know, a latex beanie or something like that. Uh, just some ideas for our new merch latex beanie. But <laughs> if you're, if you're into that, let us know and we'll add it to our catalog or, you know, maybe get Dan Gallia to add it to his store where he has over 500 items. I'm not even kidding. Uh, make sure shout out to Dan Gallia's store, uh, with really wild stuff on it. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Little plug for Dan, little plug for us. Yeah, Dan Gallia, friend of the pod, he was on last week. Um, he opened up a clothing uh <laughs> portal, I would say. Um, and you can get a bunch of bunch of weird stuff there. And um, yeah, you, we got toques for you. Expensive um, stuff too. Very expensive. Oh yeah, expensive <laughs> stuff. But yeah, we got toques for you. Matty yeah. D, you know, you, you hooked us up with all the goods and also a little bit of, uh, you know, if people are thinking like, where are we coming from? We're not trying to do like flapper style 1920s no. um, yeah. fashion. So yeah, we're <laughs> steering clear of a uh, hundred years ago in terms of our fashion. And, you know, again, like you're saying, I don't think... Th- 
in the 1920s, the Roaring Twenties, they wore toques. No. Uh, so we're, we've arrived uh, in our exist. own weird fashion place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're having a good time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, thanks for everyone who listens to this pod, supports the pod. Uh, it's been growing, and we really, really do appreciate it. Uh, we got a fun episode today. George Brooks is on from L.A. We got uh, Matt Henry from from uh, my high school. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we talked DeRozan and underappreciated players. We talk, uh, you know, renaming arenas uh, with, the, with the Staples Center uh, crypto purchase. We talk uh, what could nurse do? What would you do if you were nurse? And um, kind of just, you know, where we're at right now, 15 games into the season, sample size, but just getting the vibes. When you're yeah. listening to this, uh, you'll have the uh, jazz game coming up. So, yeah, um, coming up you know, tonight. We didn't talk too much about that. But, uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're getting it done here on the Raps Pod. And uh, yeah. I hope I didn't put something in Matt's head because if you watch our YouTube stream of the episode, they usually come out midday on the day of uh, our podcast releases. And you'll see he's got this huge Funko Pop uh, collection behind him. It's pretty impressive. But I did let him know that apparently they have brains in them. And now I, I worry that he's going to rip them all apart looking for for the brains. Um, Matt, uh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Just respect the collection, as I like to say. Respect the collection. <laughs> Matty D always says that. Um <laughs> Make sure you do it. Don't rip the heads off the things you already own, please. <laughs> Anybody else listening? Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get going here on the pod. I think, um, you know, uh, as I always do, I will say um, Black Lives Matter, uh, stop Asian hate, email your city councilors and defund the police. A lot of important things going on in society right now. Make sure you are uh, actively engaged, uh, not passively engaged and uh yeah, you know, you're a constituent. Let people know what you care about and uh, and make it happen. Be noisy. But uh, yeah, let's get going here on the pod. Uh, I think that there's too much fun stuff going on. So, Maddie D, if you feel like we're ready to go, please just give me those sweet, sweet words. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's get going here on episode 222. Uh, I have two of my favorite guests. Uh, let's bring on uh, number one. Uh, she's amazing. Uh, she, she lives in LA. Uh, we've been talking ball for a long time. Kind of, I feel like, you know, almost reconnected a bit over this pod. Uh, she's just starting her own pod, her own basketball podcast, podcast bounce that. So make sure you check that out. Um, I haven't been able to do it yet, but I'm anxious to do it. Uh, yeah. She's amazing. She's a wicked comic does stand up improv, you know, Everything. We all do everything, and uh, we're all good at it. But, okay, that's taken away from her. She's good at everything. We're all bad at everything. Here we go. Intro over. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for George Brooks. I knew the song was coming. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's your song. You know you're, you're, you know it's going to be there. Everything. Yeah, it only took me to a guest on this show five or six times before <laughs> I remembered it. <laughs> Hey, that's, that's mission accomplished. Stop throwing me off. <laughs> Hi. Hey, you know, neurons that um, fire together, wire together. So here we go. You're, you're, 
weird uh, Zelda track is, is wiring in your brain slowly. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to have a track. Like, what a compliment. <laughs> Agreed. Appreciate yeah. that. Shout out to Matty D. Um, yeah, let's let's keep this baby going. We're going to bring on another Matt. Uh, he's a, you know, uh, old friend, um, you know, through comedy. We went to high school together. He's a hilarious oh. dude. He's an indie comic, uh, but not from Indiana. From he's just like a, you know, he's out there doing his thing. Hire him. Put him on your Christmas shows. Uh, I mean, also catch him at Raptors games. He'll be there with his hat, with his shades. He gets TV time. Like the guy knows how to draw attention. He heckles people like at the game. Um, <laughs> hardcore basketball fan. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Matt Henry. Hey, back on. <laughs> What's, up? What's up? Back on, baby. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the mix, man. I do heckle people. I do wear uh, hats and glasses to try and get. I try and look. Look rich. That's the only way. You gotta look rich. <laughs> yeah, you look Be rich. <laughs> you look rich uh, for sure, man. I just gotta try and look rich, baby. That's it. Um, so I uh, see, I see rich people walk by, um, and I yell at them. But that's uh, that's about it. That's where you lose them. Rich yeah, people don't yell. <laughs> yeah, rich uh, people hush tones all the time. Oh yeah. So just you know what, but the thing is, you're changing like what it is to be rich. You That's know? true. Uh, no, I'm never so. going to talk again. This is my last. This is my last time <laughs> on here, man. I'm done. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch back hard the other way. Please, sure. just in time for the pod. Never talk again. Okay. Um. Hey. So are you both from Whitby? Yes, we are. Well, we went to high school there. Oh shit! My fucking. Hey, sorry. My I asked if you guys are from Whitby and my phone and my computer was like, let me look up Whitby like Siri. Started. So I missed your answer. What are y'all in the whole world? We went to high school there. I don't know. Matt, are you from Whitby? Yes. Because my cousin went to high school with one, either you, Freddie, or maybe it was Thomas. No, he went to high school with with both of us. He would have been. uh, I think you're talking about Emerson Brooks. I am. Who's an incredibly uh, successful musician. Um, but no, yeah, he was one year younger than me. Matt, I think you're three years younger, right? Than you. And yeah, I think I'm a year younger than uh, than Tom. So it's Emerson like Brooks. Emerson is in the middle there. Huh. And he's not here. And I don't know why I brought him up. I just wanted a connection. <laughs> hey, just a quick Emerson shout out. You know, you got you to gotta throw some love to Emerson. Yeah. Um. Emerson, if you're listening, what's up? I love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I mean, maybe not as much as George, who you're actually related to. But like, friend. Yeah, we got some matching tattoos and shit. Oh, my God. Um, okay, let's let's dive right in here. Let's talk some raps ball. Maddie, good sir. I know you're back there. So why don't you give me your most delicious, weird, lovely sounding Raptors sting. <laughs> Extended, uh, extended like foghorn that time, yep. and also like muted somehow, like very far away horn. <laughs> um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm uh, just letting the folks know. 
Matty D is never complacent. He's mixing stuff up. He's <laughs> he's muffling sounds in new ways. Um, okay, uh, George, let's start with you. Um, I, I I did this a little bit last week, but you know, it's sort of a temperature check, I guess. Uh, and I think you know we might be there for a lot of this season, kind of figuring out where we are and what this team is and kind of how good we can be sort of thing. Um, so just, you know, this is just very basic traditional stats, nothing advanced here. Um, the Raptors are 21st in offense, 10th in defense and 15th in nets in net rating. Um, is that, you know, about where you expected? Um, well, the Raptors are, are about where I expected them to be. Like sometimes they're, you know, when they were winning, they were above where I expected right now they're losing. They're on like a, a, they've won one in their last six games Mm -hmm. and they're below where I thought they would be. So they are then thereby exactly where I expected this (laughs) roster to be. Um, The weird thing is these stats obviously are correct, but if you just look at the last uh, like six NBA games, we are, we are the worst team in defense right now. So that is kind of surprising. Uh, that's not what I expected. I always expect to be great at defense, but I don't know why, because we it's not like we were last year either. And we're actually currently, I think 10th in offense right now. So I think the defense is going to come back up. And if the offense can stay where it's at, then we will be exceeding my expectations. Yeah, no, I think that's about right. Like, I feel with a team that's kind of straddling 500, we're, um, you know, we're six and seven, or sorry, seven and eight on the uh, time of recording on the 17th here. Um, and, and I think, yeah, like exactly like Pascal has been back for, I believe, four games, but missed one. So it does seem like there's a lot of recalibrating. We're still only 15 games in, so the swings are pretty wild. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't think we're the 30th best D and we're probably not the 10th best O. So uh, I, I, I tend to agree with you in just like a general sense. Like I think overall we are roughly where I expected. I think that I expected us to tread water a bit more when Pascal was gone and kind of take off a bit more when he came back with still some kind of like maneuvering and figuring things out. Um, yeah, Pascal is actually exactly where I expected him to be for coming back for for such a long time off. Like, I, I mean, he's def- he's offensively better and defensively worse. Um, like he's better on offense is what I'm trying to say right now. So that's kind of a surprise. Um, but it makes sense because to be really good on, in Nick's uh, defensive schemes, you have to be like able to pop off and like be really athletic and he hasn't played an NBA game in so long. So I'm also not worried about Pascal. Like I think he's doing except I think he's doing exactly as good as I could hope for right now. He also is seemingly really fine with not with like sharing um, his role with other players. Like, it's not like he came back and was like, I need the ball all the time. I need to be number one. Like he's doing, he just seems like, Everything he's honestly everything I could ask for other than excelling past what I would want, <laughs> which is always the ask, like do better than anyone could hope, but he's doing, I, I'm, I'm pretty okay with it. 
I, I think that's bang on w- with Pascal. He's um yeah, I was just looking the other day. He's averaging uh 20 points or, or sorry, just under 20 points. I think like maybe 18. Um or yeah, it might even be 17 actually. It's I think six. it's 12 shots. Oh, he's t- oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's a, it's a, I don't know how many shots he's taking a game, but but I think it was I'm going to look it up just cuz I'm talking about He's it, but. 12 shots a game on average right now, but that don't know how many that means he makes. But he is 60% true shooting. I wrote that down. I wrote that down. I can tell you that for free. Hey, hey, I'll take all the free Pascal knowledge I can get. Um <laughs> No, yeah, so here we go. He's uh 17 7 and 4 with, you know, fantastic shooting percentages one steal a game i think you know you accurately pointed out his defense isn't quite up to the really demanding ask of nick nurse's uh you know system but um yeah uh where, where are you at matt uh matt henry um it's, like with with the overall not not so much pascal but like the, what it's sample, of the team sorry it's sample size right i mean 15 games are 15 games and honestly if they were um you know, like 10 and five or five and 10, I think we would, you, you can't really make a, I don't want to say a real assumption about what this team is going to be right now. Um, Especially now that Pascal has just, you know, got back in the mix, even those last couple of games, they weren't like blowouts. They've just been games that whether he was here all season or not, they may or may not have won anyways. Um, So, yeah, they're exactly where uh, I'd expect them to be. And it's an uh, interesting time uh, just in the season in general. Um, you're, it's not quite the all-star game, so you're swimming right now. You know what I mean? It's, it's not about looking up at where you are. You just have to keep uh, treading water and moving forward. Because if you look up and you're doing good, uh, you might get a little lackadaisical. And uh, if you look up and you're doing bad – you might lose a little bit of confidence. So, I mean, right. give it a little more time uh, up until the all-star break before you, you know, you look up and, and, and look around. But uh, I mean, what really more could you expect um, from a team that's in a really deep Eastern conference? Well said. And, and you know, I, I mean, I didn't bring it up as a um, talking point. I'm kind of waiting on it uh, the same way you were, you know, talking about the sample size and waiting on the Raptors, but I do think that the Eastern Conference is pretty deep and um, that I, I, I'm, you know, forever people have been talking about how much better the West is and how much deeper it is and, you know, very fair. And I think the East has kind of slowly been coming up, but I always, you know, one thing I say in the pod all the time is that never underestimate the amount of bad management in the Eastern Conference, like bad owners <laughs> and, uh, you know, just bad people who don't know how to run a team, like rich people who are kind of just doing things. It does um, seem like the Western conference is giving a bit of a run for its money with bad ownership lately though. Really? Honestly. Yeah. You got the Sarver stuff. Kings are a hot mess. Uh, you know, T wolves, I guess forever rebuild new Orleans looking like a disaster. Um, it, are the rockets in the Eastern or the Western rockets? No. Yeah. Rockets are in the no, West. No. That's a hot mess. Whenever a team is like in the South, like I can never remember it, what conference OKC and the rockets are. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> hey, cat. We got, we got a, we got a cat sighting. That was good times. Anyways. Uh, 
No, that was that was that was just so perfect because the cat's like, you guys talking about the rockets? What's good? Um, not the rockets. Yeah, not the rockets. Uh, and Sacramento's been bad for twenty years. Don't, if they uh, lose this, if they don't get to the playoffs this season, they will officially have like a longer not playoff streak than I think anyone like that Clippers team that was for it's so long. Wow. Oh, that's they, a horrible they, record. You don't want to Sacramento's break. been terrible. When the Lakers crippled them back in, uh, they crippled them like a couple years in a row on uh, that, you know, early 2000 mm-hmm. era. They've never, that was the closest they've ever been. And they've never been good since then. Um, that's the, that's the, the Mike Donnelly era with that ref who uh, claims they, they cheated. Right. Mm-hmm. But the, the, those basement dwelling teams in the West are still kind of there. Um, I mean, Minnesota's kind of making some noise, but the Eastern Conference ones uh, that uh, have always, I won't say always been bad, but like Atlanta's good, Milwaukee's good, the Knicks are good. Like it's not, it's not a, it's not an easy road. And all of those teams in the East, they they want their turn on top of the mountain. Milwaukee got theirs, so if Milwaukee could get theirs, everybody in the East thinks they can, they can get them some. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly what's, but the West is, uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it the same, uh, but I just think the East is, it's the new, it's the new West right now. Like it's yeah, right now. Anybody's shot. Sure. Hashtag East is the new West. Um, yeah. I, sorry. I'm just made a hashtag like dad joke. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, it's my hat. So let's, uh, let's stick with you. Um, I, I want to talk about Nick Nurse, not so much about what Nick Nurse is doing specifically, like not a critique of him, but just, you know, um, Henry, from what you're seeing of this team, what would you like to see more of, um, less of, or, you know, just in general, like what was, if you, if you were thrown into the bench, um, what is something you would want to try with this team? Um, uh, maybe, I mean, how many more lineup, uh, uh, operations can you try? You know what I mean? It's like, what can you, what can you pull from this team talent wise? You know what I mean? It's a, it's a great team, but I don't really know who uh, is going to be consistent. Give me more Gary Trent jr. Uh, quite frankly. Um, but honestly, I think um, just Raptors fans kind of got to chill. Cause I see a lot of Nick nurse hate, but I mean, what could anyone do? with uh, the talent on this team and no matter no matter what the coach is um because we every a lot of people are very new fresh and uh you know finding their way so um i would say i don't know more uh, mix up mix up the lineups a little bit more if possible uh and just see what happens take a risk don't necessarily start pascal you don't have to but i mean you're paying him a lot of money so you kind of have to you know yeah, no, I think a good points. He's experimenting. You know, there's there's not much more that he could do. This is kind of just like one of those theoretical things. Um, I think for me, but before I go to George, I'll say that I would I would just experiment, and you know, it might end up being like bad, but I would just I feel like we have to experiment with playing Fred less. He's gonna burn out. He's gonna get injured. He's up there leading the league, you know, or close to leading the league in minutes again. He's so vital for this team. And OG is number two in minutes, right? Uh, right. In that, in that I think OG, can, OG, I think, can play through that a little bit. And I think yeah. what he does on this team 
it's not, I don't want to say it's redundant, but we have a lot of six, eight guys that can kind of do some stuff. Um, obviously OG is a, is a two way player, probably, you know, better than most of the rest of the team, but Fred, what Fred does, no one else does. And I think, you know, we, we really got to bring his minutes down. Um, and if that means that we play Flynn more or Banton more or Dragic more or whatever, even lose a couple more games, I think it's worth it because I'm waiting for a time where it's like Fred's going to miss 10 games. And, and when that happens, I think it's it's not going to be good for the Raptors. But who um, do you trust in place of them? You know what I mean? Like no you, one you really. Get what but... you, you get what you get with, with Freddie, right? So who and I understand what you're saying, but what's the trade off? Any I mean, how many games are you trying to lose? I mean, it's not to say without yeah. Freddie they lose all ten in a row, but um, you see where I'm going. It's like, well, what do you? I, I hear what's you. Trade off there. Yeah, yeah but if you're going to be forced uh, to lose Freddie for ten games, you may as well um, lose him on purpose for a game here and there instead of losing him to an injury that could be catastrophic for like seasons yeah. to come. That's, That's kind of where I'm at. I think like managing the minutes is a little bit more of it's like. You know, it's it's that I feel like it's it's an avoidable thing. You know, him getting if he if, you know if he whatever you know breaks his ankle or you know God forbid something bad happens. That's just basketball. But I feel like if it's like a he's fatigued and his <laughs> back hurts, you can maybe avoid that. Um, George, what what about you? Like, what's like a? Um, you know, I have you, a few you'd like things. To try, yeah. Uh, first of all, I love I do love Nick Nurse. So this isn't too. Cr- not to be too critical of him, mm-hmm. but for one, I I love that we're we do really like complex defensive schemes, but I wish sometimes we wouldn't. Like I just don't think it's always yeah. necessary. Like I didn't get to watch the whole Detroit game, but it just felt like maybe we could have made it a little easier on our guys, especially because they are all learning, not all learning. We have three guys who have been with Nick for a while in the starting lineup, but I just think you saw it a lot in Tampa too. Like he, he's insistent on like doing his complex defense, which is great, but it would be, I think it would be like, not only like doesn't always call for that, but it also would be confusing to the other team because they expect him to do something really complicated. So I think like, those are the kind of things I'd like him to do is like, just keep it simple once in a while. And also this kind of goes um, with what you said about Fred. Um, You're right. Like he's playing too many minutes. He's so, a point guard is just very important. And so I, I actually like, I love Delano Banton when he comes in at point, but I would like Malachi to get some extended looks because I do really think we should let him like, I wish they did for Malachi kind of what he does for precious in that he lets precious fail and still gives mm-hmm. him more chances. And I, I'm not saying that I think Malachi is as good as precious. And, but I think if we let Malachi have a run and he was our backup point guard, him and Delano, maybe, I don't know how they could really split that in a way that would be helpful for both of them. But I think the Raptors as a whole might lose some games, but would really benefit. Cause I think Malachi could be a, a, a Fred. I, okay. You, you, you made so many good points. I totally agree. I think that working through mistakes 
is something I kind of expected more of Nurse in general from his tenure because, you know, that was a big thing with Casey, right? Is that he had everyone had their specific roles. And you, uh, shout out to Jordan Foise, who did this pod, I think about a month ago, and he was kind of talking about, you know, again, Nurse is a really good coach. He's a top end coach. We're nitpicking here. And he does let people make stubborn. mistakes a lot. So it seems weird that he wouldn't. But, but it's yeah, like, easier. Jordan's sorry. point is that he's he's kind of a bit stubborn and he doesn't really get credit for being it's, a stubborn coach. It's easier to when you know that you have uh like the fix in, in Freddie. So uh, it's it's by position, right? So trial by fire with uh, a position that uh, you may not have that for sure guy. Freddie's the for sure guy. And there's not a f- lot of right. for sure guys on this team. So uh, I think that's a great idea. And I, I'm, I, I never want the Raps to play another home game in Tampa ever ah. again. But I'm saying, especially at home, if you try that on the road, maybe that uh, it might be easier to do. But I know I would get frustrated if I'm sitting there in the stands and, um, you know, Freddie's on the bench and he's perfectly fine. And, you know, Flynn is not necessarily doing, you know, what I, you know, what I need him to do kind of thing. So <laughs> it's uh, it's frustration. Mm-hmm. And it's about, you know, that, that quick fix uh, when you can fix it. So I don't want to say he's covering his own uh, his own ass there, but uh, that might be something that might deter him from doing, from doing well, that. It, oh, yeah, yeah, that's I a mean, good point. Yeah. And also, I think Fred and Nick, more than anyone else, you can tell, like, they really don't want to lose. And that's amazing. And it's a really – I think it's more beneficial to have that – um, personality and a coach that infiltrates everyone else on the squad. But sometimes when we are going to lose the game, <laughs> I would like to see garbage minutes start earlier. Just sometimes, like I know Nick does not want to lose at all costs. Totally. And, but then he'll just play Fred for so long in a game of that. I'm like, we're not winning this. Like just let him relax for tomorrow. We play tomorrow, <laughs> you know? So I, totally. Well, and I think that that's where the marathon thing comes in, right? Because, yeah, every game, like, I, you know, I think it was a, maybe a season perhaps two ago where the Raps were totally out of the game and we did this, like, insane press on Philadelphia and, like, we kind of got back into the game, but not really, but it was just, like, really stressful and crazy and it was, like, it just, the players exerted so much and, you know, like, the, the data's there, like rest trumps rust like it's like you know kevin pelton um who's like you know a stats guru guy he's, he's run that kind of stuff a bunch of times and obviously it's subjective to a certain degree but like when guys are playing 82 games rest really really matters um cool well let's uh yeah let's keep this train moving i want to talk some nba we're gonna get silly here uh but before we keep moving on we're gonna take a quick break for our potential sponsors. I got to grab something. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. George is going to grab something. You guys keep go to, talking. Yeah, we'll keep talking. I'll go to Henry first. Uh, but Maddie D, why don't you do me a favor and give me that beautiful Adam Silver sounding, whatever you got, weirdo, muffled, sting. This is Adam Silver. Meow. Okay, maybe I messed up. Wasn't there. Um, that's okay. Maddie D, you're in the mix. Uh, George is grabbing something. 
that's acceptable on this pod, you know? Sometimes you got to grab something. Um, she, okay, this is why you got to watch the video, folks. George is grabbing a giant ball to sit on. Um, so uh, she's putting her headphones back in. George, just letting people know that you, you, you grabbed a giant bouncy ball. So you really did grab a thing. Um, yeah, my back is killing me. Listen, I'm like hella pregnant. So Listen, she's everything kind of hurts. If anyone dares judge a pregnant woman, I'm going to punch you in the head. Okay. How about that? Um, All right. Yeah. George, is that, was that, was that okay? Like, you know, for me to threaten people for no reason? Yeah. I mean, nobody judges me more than I do. So I was like, guess I'm getting hit in the face. <laughs> I, okay, except George, I, I won't punch you in the head because, um, well, that's insane. Uh, Okay, let's um, <laughs> let's get going here on, on my my dumb question, really. Um, oh, yeah. So the Staples Center, uh, George, you're in L.A. This is big news, I'm sure. Probably not. Uh, but the Staples Center has been bought. Uh, it's, it's no longer the Staples Center. It's going to be called Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> uh, cryptocurrency is hitting the mainstream. I think I think the Miami Heat Arena was uh, briefly i don't know if it, the, it went through but at one point it was like going to be like the porn hub what? Um, or like bang bros arena <laughs> or something Bro, brosers like or brazzers or brass yes yeah, something like that and uh it always makes me laugh because it's really just we're at the point where weird oh. businesses are buying arenas and it doesn't make a lot of sense so um with that said i uh I thought it'd be fun to kind of pick an arena whose name you don't like. Oh, tell me what it is now called. Okay. Um, I misread the question right out of the gate. (laughs) Fair. I can go to, I can go to Maddie D or or Henry first. If you want to, if you don't mind. Yeah. I got to Google arenas real quick. Yeah. Just Google arenas, see which one you hate. And uh, we'll go from there. But let's, uh, let's go to you first. uh, Let's go to you first, uh, Henry. Oh, um, <laughs> I hate uh, a lot of the. I I too googled it earlier because I'm like, what is stuff called, uh, right? And it's it's all products, which is you know it's not cool, it's not fun. I did see that Denver was playing in the Pepsi Arena, and now it's called the Ball Arena, which is terrible. So if anyone's going to switch their name right now, it's the Ball Arena. So. Let Coke buy it, turn, but it's not. Don't call it the Coke Arena. Call it the Coke Area, okay? And I just want a guy at a table looking over his shoulder, like it's a it's it's the Coke Area. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so the Coke Area. Like it's yeah. the, it's the Coke Area. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah, it's someone just, had to go to the bathroom, wink, wink. That, yes, and it's a guy sniffling. You walk in, a, a, <laughs> oh, a lot of God. sniffing action, a lot of nose rubbing uh, deals. So is this uh, like they, a character actor that's paid? Uh, I mean, the mascot would be would be sweet. And it's Denver. You're on snow-capped mountains already. It's all, it's, it's all right there. Totally. Give me, this is, yeah. The Coke area, man, not the Coke Arena, and and the the Avalanche are <laughs> the Avalanche <laughs> already play there. So yeah, give me uh give me the Coke area. Uh, Henry, you killed this question. This area. is what I'm looking for. 
uh, a, a mascot who's looking suspicious and uh, maybe yep. has some cut up straws. Let's rock. Um, <laughs> Maddie D, I'll, I'll go to you next. Uh, give George a bit more time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. What's up? What, what, what arena did you pick? Well, where are we going? Uh, the arena that's always bugged me since they had a name change is the TD Garden where the uh, Boston oh, Celtics baby. and the Boston Bruins play. And uh, what I'd like to change it to is, well, Maple Leaf Gardens. Let's just call it that because they seem to own the Leafs every time <laughs> that we play them. And it's been hell since uh, this Toronto Dominion name change happened. So uh, the other reason I'd like to rename it that, too, is because there is some basketball hit- history with Maple Leaf Gardens. It was the first, uh, the first ever game was played there, right? Am I, am I mm-hmm. wrong there? Yeah, right. So we could bring that back in the league, and we could jazz it up more, try to get away from the hockey part of it, and and uh, create something new with the basketball. But I'm just thinking it'll be like a th- like a thinner curse or something that we could flip around with the Boston teams, and uh, and you know maybe change our fortunes playing them. I love it. You take a thick curse, you make it a bit thinner. Um, <laughs> Um, George, I I can do mine if you want even a bit more time. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, because I think it's kind of perfect because mine's also the TD Arena. Whoa. Um, I go in a bit of a different uh, direction than Matty D. Mine is, um, you know, it's just Toronto Dominion. I always thought that was kind of funny. So uh, I figured why not, you know, take away the bank stuff and just call it the Toronto Man's Arena. So it's like basically you have a bunch of pictures of like, you know, Drake, The Weeknd, um, Bieber, other local Toronto mans. And, you know, you can just kind of, yeah, that's that's the image. It's it's a people would wonder like what the product is. If there is no Boston people would burn it down immediately. Oh, I know. But then if they they burn down their own arena. Win-win, right? Uh, it, it ain't coming back the same. Every time they rebuilt it as that Toronto Man's Arena, that's getting getting shut off, man. Honestly, <laughs> I'd keep rebuilding it, and I'd, me I, too. I, I'd fund the rebuild. Let me just throw out one Boston, more. I Boston, so let's do it. Right? No, fuck Boston. <laughs> throw, yeah, you're right. Fuck Boston. I'm going to throw out one more here. Um, I actually like this arena name. Uh, Little Caesars Arena uh, in Detroit. I just want to go Big Caesars Arena. Uh, Big Caesar, not not a company. You know, maybe Little Caesar still owns it. Who knows? But I just want I want a Big Caesar. Um, that's it. What if and, what uh, if it stays Little Caesars, but just like switches over to salads instead of pizza? Would that be cool? Sure, like no pizza in the building. No or? pizza in the building. Absolutely not. I like that. Yeah, first arena just Caesar salads. Oh, that's <laughs> another <laughs> reason to burn down the building. Are you kidding me? I go up to any Caesar, especially if it was once Little Caesar. I'm expecting bigger slices of pizza when Sorry. I pull up there. We all we have is Caesar salad. Do you want one of those? Oh, I like, a large. Yeah, I, I, I like this this person who's like offering the salad. Like they're gonna get beat. <laughs> you you want to eat salad at a basketball game, man? Get calm. <laughs> Hello, um, do you have extra kale? You're done. Um, that should be a screening process. Forget the COVID test. If you order a salad, get out. You're not here. That's right. We, uh, we don't need that type of support. If you have full-blown symptomatic COVID, come on in. If you yeah. want a salad, 
please show yourself the door. Um, <laughs> George, what's up? Uh, well, thank you for giving me some extra time on this question. <laughs> um, hey. First of all, I want to say this list that I found on Google might be outdated because it does say the Air Canada Centre is where the Raptors play. So <laughs> I'm not 100% sure on these other places. Sure. But um, so I, I basically picked the one that has my favorite name, but because I think it's stupid and then I'm going to change it. So I don't know if you guys knew. And also, again, this may not be up to date, but did you know that the New Orleans Pelicans play in Smoothie King Center? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Great one. I didn't realize that. <laughs> so I, I think um, I when I think of New Orleans, I don't think of smoothies. Same. Um, I do think of Kings. Sure. But anybody can be a king of something. So um, I'm changing the name to Crab Boyle King Center or Arena. Crab Boyle Cr King Arena. <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful, but I think they've earned it. I think that's a great change. I feel like it's a it's way more appetizing than salads. You know, you can be mm -hmm. like, oh, um, it's the second quarter. Let's all grab a king crab. Yeah, maybe um, some corn, like one of those pieces of corn that comes out of the boil. Do you, oh, yeah. do you still keep you King know, Cake Baby as the mascot? Oh, yes, but maybe with a, I don't know what the Cake like Baby is. Like a crab bib or something? <laughs> yeah, he's got a crab bib and he's, and I don't know if he's holding two smoothies right now, but maybe he's holding like a crab leg and a piece of corn. This is always a good time for a quick <laughs> shout Make out. him more terrifying. Oh. George, if you don't know, if you don't know, who oh or what God. King Cake Baby is? Okay, I, I definitely give you permission to Google image search um, King Cake Baby right now. Yeah, picture, um, picture him holding a crab leg for the Pelicans. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Matt? Oh no! No, I was just like, yeah, just picture him holding a crab leg, like a giant crab leg in his gross little is, hand. Yeah, <laughs> is this him? Yeah, that's, that's him. him. Uh, for oh any folks God. listening, you know we've plugged King Cake Baby many times on this pod. But you know, <laughs> if you haven't experienced King Cake Baby quite yet, do yourself a favor, Google image search. You can just keep going. Um, there's I, a lot of really terrifying images. I, just, uh, I don't see. Story. Honestly, I, I regret my answer. I think it should be called King Cake Arena. <laughs> King Cake Arena is great. Anybody can be a king of something. I have been motivated right now. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're right. Anyone can be a king of something. I don't want to be a king of. But I know well, you got a lot of those. Of something. All those uh, things in the background. Yeah, king of pops. But I liked it. That was a very motivated. That should be on a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You guys can have that for merch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, George. Thanks for the merch. We're all king of something. Um, George, I'm going to stick with you and uh, <laughs> head on over to my DeRozan question. And this is kind of fun for me because I feel like I, I mean, I've, I'm sure there's lots of DeRozan defenders. Um, and uh, I just heard, uh, I believe it's uh, Yasmin Duali on, um, on the Raptors uh, uh, reaction pod on Yahoo. And she had a really, she articulated it so well. I'm not going to try and uh, paraphrase, but you know, just this idea of not being able to explore nuance with DeMar. And I think for a lot of fans, they interpreted his game as inefficient um, and, you know, being the best player on a team that couldn't win a championship. So therefore, he, he totally sucked. And I feel like the lack of in-between, DeMar is a really good example of, you know, when you're talking to someone, you can kind of tell if they 
can talk nuance with basketball. Because if they say DeMar sucks, I mean, I don't even know what to say. They suck. Uh, he's an amazing player. He's also not the best player and, you know, not a top 10 player, I don't think. But he's having an incredible year. He's in Chicago. He's getting a lot of love. And I'm kind of searching in this question for other players who are good and, and don't kind of get that love, like that kind of, you know, maybe it's he was in Toronto, he's in San Antonio. Now, finally, he's in a bigger market. So people are like, holy shit, this guy's great. Um, yeah, George, who's who's someone for you, for whatever reason, who doesn't get their due? Um, well, I, I want to start by saying I am really glad that DeMar is getting his due, as I'm sure everyone is about to say. Um, and I also think it's interesting because it's like because he played for the Raptors in a Canadian market, nobody really looked at him and then he played for like a very sleepy Spurs team and got like even better and nobody watched. So yes, I'm thrilled for him. And I know this, my answer is, my answer is really obvious because I really couldn't think of, I I feel like I don't care about any player who, I don't care about any player getting their dues who hasn't been a Raptor. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like I just have no, um passion behind them getting everything like i'm glad also alex caruso even though but he kind of got that in at the lakers too but Mm -hmm. i'm i'm just it is really satisfying when a team lets somebody go and then they like thrive i i always love that story but my answer is kyle like i'm really like we is canada obviously are obsessed with him and it is very bittersweet to see American him on American TV a lot, but I am really glad that he is getting some recognition this season and that he is all playing very, I know he's had like some up and down games, but it seems like Miami fans are very happy that he's on the team and they weren't when they traded for him. So that's, it's nice to see. Yeah. Great answer. You know, and I think obviously, you know, you're coming from a Raptors perspective. So am I, and it, it makes sense. I feel like, we our players get less TV time. Like I, I don't think you have to be a conspiracy theorist to to see that. And um, he's making he's great in Miami, just like he was great in Toronto. And uh, it's it's nice to see. There's like an ad here when I watch league my league pass and I watch American an American station, and it's mm-hmm. it's just an ad about the NBA. And there's a Canadian version that cuts in the Raptors winning the championship amongst all these other teams. But on the American side, that part's like cut out. And it's so frustrating because I'm like, the Raptors just won. Like, it wasn't that long ago. And it's annoying that, like, the image of them holding the statue isn't included in the American version, even though all these other fucking dumb teams are. I love it. I love the I love the hate. You're dropping fucking dumbs. You know, enough's enough, okay? Um, Henry, what's up? Who's your player? Um, first of all, y'all are <laughs> you guys gotta chill on DeMar the regular season, bro. Okay. That's also he, fair. <laughs> when when it comes time for the, the reason why he got dealt so quick for better options because when we really needed him. To, to you know come through in certain aspects he didn't and so of, of course of course he looks hot right now it's it's a shiny new toy over there in uh in chicago and it look it looks good on paper and they'll they'll win a million games but when it's time for you to win the four that matter talk to me then 
uh, DeMar DeRozan. Don't, I, I don't want to, I, I mean, I like it. You can slam dunk, but when I need a three, you know who's not hitting it? DeMar DeRozan. So, um, I get, I get, I get that, uh, you know, that love over there, but it's not, I'm, I'm not buying into it completely. Um, when it comes to, um, uh, you know, who might need that love. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, George gave a great uh, answer with Kyle Lowry. I was thinking that, but quite frankly, and I hate to say it because my mouth feels dirty as I say it, Kyle Kuzma and the Washington Wizards are hooping right now. They've costed me money. I've lost several dollars betting against because I, I figured <laughs> this thing is going to collapse. And these guys aren't collapsing. Kyle, he's having a good time. And and Julius Randle, everyone that has really come out of that um, Anthony Davis deal, essentially, where you know he, that that whole young core got yep. was gotten rid of by LeBron. Everybody is doing real well. He, he, even That's right. uh, You know, uh, Mr. Ball over there. Ball you know I mean? Ingram. Every, everybody. Uh, so, uh, but quite frankly, Kuzma also is over there. He's over there hooping. Right now, so uh, give me Kyle Kuzma uh, for guys. Just keeping. I don't want to. I want to necessarily keep an eye on just him, but all Washington is going to hurt somebody's feelings uh, in the playoffs this year, and no one's expecting them to do it. Um, and that that's going to happen. Yeah, that's another really satisfying one. Like I, I think when I said Alex Caruso, like it's the same with Montrez, and it's the same with uh, Kyle yeah. Kuzma. Like I also. I like Westbrook. Like, I don't hate him, but I I think because so many times people are like Westbrook over Kyle Lowry for some reason. So I always kind of like root for him not to be successful. So to see that trade work out so well for the Wizards is nice. I've heard you talking crazy, George. I know. Let me tell you something. Don't make me go pick up my uh, my Westbrook bobblehead over here sitting here in the corner. (laughs) He seems like a good dude. He, I love, I love like, the Westbrook fandom coming in. Oh, uh, I, I love him. And when it, it's, he's one of those guys, when he does good, nobody says anything, but people are waiting to pounce on him uh, to wait for when he does bad. So it's one of those things where give, I don't necessarily want the Lakers to win. I just want uh, Westbrook to get his ring, get his shine uh, because he deserves it. He's a great player to have on your team. He's a, he's a regular season guy that you want. Let him carry the Lakers. Uh, through the regular season, and then bench him all through the playoffs if you have to, but let him he gets a ring no matter what. That's uh, that's where I'm at with that guy. I love uh, I love the Westbrook hate and love. I think also the the Demar thing. You know, the 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 regular season critique is fair. I think it's also fair though. Uh, you know, to I'm a still a little bit skeptical of the Wizards uh, in terms of regular season, but I mean, again, you know, like you're saying earlier in the pod, uh, Henry. Sample size. So this is what we have right yeah. now. My guy is uh, is Andrew Wiggins. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and put the vaccine uh, annoyance <laughs> to a, to the side for a sec. And just from a basketball perspective, this is a guy who is, I would say, like has endlessly been trashed. And he's on the best team in the league. And he's just rocking. And yeah. You know, he's got Steph, he's got Draymond, he's got Steve Kerr, he's got Jordan Poole, like the, you know, he's got a good team around him. He's not the number one guy. You know, he's on a max contract. He's probably overpaid still, but he is hooping and he's doing great. And sometimes that's all you can do in the NBA. All you can do is be good and just 
if people love you, cool. If they don't, cool. And yeah. I think Wiggins is in a place right now where he, he's looking good and he's contributing. He's going to look even better when Clay Thompson comes back and starts balling out. That's totally. when that team is, is, I mean, they're already scary um, with how good they are. But when Clay comes back, because Clay has a chip on his shoulder, not being named in that top 75, and he's, he's going to come back and he's going to start gunning. And yep. with w- Wiggins as your third option on a basketball team, uh, I think that's a, that's a damn good team. Yeah, I'm excited for that. They've been fun. There's like, that's the thing is the East is really fun to watch. Most of the teams are fun to watch in the East. The West isn't that fun. Like there's only a few teams that I think are fun to watch. They are one of them. And you know who I also like to watch? I like to watch the the Kings. I think that they're (laughs) really fun. Hey, the Kings have tons of good prospects, but um, yeah, let's, uh, let's get silly and wrap this baby up. Maddie, good sir. Why don't you give me that quickish questions? Sting. Quickish questions. Here we go. Quickish questions. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to slur. I'm going to misread a comma. Who knows? I'm going to read these questions as clearly and concisely as possible. And you just got to let your brain fire uh, and uh, answer as quickly as possible. No stalling or delaying or finding ways to think longer. Maddie D, I'm looking at you. You're Biggest- stalling. Yeah, no, yeah, you got it. I don't, I don't know what that voice was, but it's probably a new tactic. You know what I mean? Um, okay, let's get going here. Let's do uh, George, Henry, and uh, Maddie D. Here we go. George, this is actually from Henry. Um, Are the Wizards for real? I think they're not for real, number one, which I think they are right now, but I think they're for real. I think they're they're better than a play-in team. Ooh, okay. Henry, do you miss Surge? Oh, yeah. Yes. 1,000% yes. Hell yeah. Uh, Matty D. Yo. If Gary Trent Jr. is a vitamin, which vitamin is he? Um, I think he would be one of the A-dex. And I say A-dex because you can overdose on them. You have to be careful. But if you get the right dose of them, like a D, then uh, you can you can go, <laughs> you can really protect yourself. So, uh, yeah, I would say he's a D for bone strength. Amazing. And Matt knows a lot about vitamins. We've all just learned. Um, Okay. This is an all play. Uh, George, you get it first. If you can improve one specific basketball skill to one Raptor player, uh, what will it be and who will it be for? Okay. Mm, I don't, this isn't really a basketball skill, I guess, but I would give Precious more confidence. Okay. Good answer. Uh, Henry? Oh, give me. Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I feel like the obvious answer, and I'm I'm just gonna take it. Let me get a more uh, consistent three ball out of Pascal. Love it. Make great him answer. That real option. Maddie D. Um. I think what I do is I take Gary Trent Jr. And you know what? I'm not seeing enough steals from this guy. So I want. I don't know if he. 
I, I literally want 30 steals a game because I know it doesn't <laughs> usually happen, but I want 30 <laughs> steals from him. I don't care if he's got to put glue on his hands or uh, some kind of magnet. I don't know what it is, but uh, I want to see that happen. I want him to be that guy where it's like, there he steals again. Jesus. I love it. Get some six man going on, like the movie <laughs> yeah. and Wayne Brothers, you know, maybe some yeah. flubber. Um, <laughs> it's got to be something, but I mean, he is stealing like crazy. I love it. Guys, that's that's it. We made it to the end of the pod. Um, Hell thank yeah. you all so much. You know, we're having a good time here. Thanks for all the uh, people who've been listening, sharing, supporting, you know, spreading the good word. Um, George, I'll go, I'll go to you first. Uh, you, you have your new pod. Um, yeah. Let Bounce people know that. about it. And or whatever else too. Um, it's a basketball podcast. It comes out every Friday. It's usually me and a guest, and we like talk about their team. Uh, this week we're talking about the Wizards with Jamal mm. Johnson. So um, it'll be really fun. But sometimes I just talk about like hot goss that's happening in the NBA that week. So yeah, it's great. Bounce that. It's everywhere you listen to podcasts. I love it. Check it out, people. Uh, George is amazing. Henry, what's up? Uh, I'm doing stand-up. I was just at Comedy Bar uh, last night, but sports-wise, I mean, just follow me on stuff. Comedian Man Henry, follow me on Instagram, and you can uh, watch me get trounced in my own uh, NFL picks pool right now. <laughs> um, five points behind, top spot, and uh, I'm in pain right now. So watching sports hurts. Uh, for me right now, but follow me. Uh, good stuff is coming. Uh, Comedian Man Henry on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, that's where you can find me. Amazing. Yeah, follow follow Henry. Check him out. He's about town doing stuff. Thank you, everyone, again, who's been listening. Um, we really, really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, Matty D, if you feel like we're good to go, please just give me those sweet words, okay. Okay. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So